Hey everybody, welcome to Artist Soapbox. Artist Soapbox is a podcast featuring triangle area artists talking about their work, their plans, their manifestos. I am your host, Tamara Kassane. Hey friends, it's the last podcast episode of the year for Artist Soapbox. As I record this, I have an overabundance of feelings, and not all of them are getting along. Some are in downright conflict. What a year. What a productive, frustrating, hopeful, disappointing, infuriating, tender, tragic, hilarious, inspiring, bittersweet shitshow of a year. Personally and professionally. That's how it's been for me. How has 2020 been for you? December is usually when the year in review stuff happens. What did we accomplish? What did we learn? What are the wins? What are the fails? What's the plan for next year? I'm going to do a little bit of that. But first, first I want to say that at this moment, I am feeling mm, intense gratitude for you. For all the listeners and patrons and donors, and for all of the artists I've worked with and spoken with this year, thank you. Thank you for your support. Without it, there would be no Artist Soapbox podcasts and no audio dramas. There would just be me talking to myself in my spare room. So thank you for connecting. Thank you for helping us to build a community during a very isolating and isolated year. As you'll hear in a few minutes, Artist Soapbox has accomplished so much this year despite or in spite of 2020 challenges. Sincerely, thank you. Thank you, friends. Although gratitude is the feeling that is eclipsing almost everything else, at this moment, I am also feeling grief. For all that we lost, I am feeling anxious for what is to come. At this moment, I am also feeling hopeful. I am feeling relieved by what might be. At this moment, I am feeling love, and I am very much in my messy, messy feelings. How are you feeling? How many feelings are you carrying right now? How are they getting along? (laughs) How many feelings have you carried over the course of the last hour, over the course of this day? I imagine you're carrying a lot. I imagine it's complicated. It is for me anyway. So if you're wondering, you are not alone in this. Okay, so here's a vulnerability tangent coming up, and I want you to hang on because sometimes I do like to say the inside my head stuff out loud, kind of like my own personal sound check. Is this thing on? Anybody out there? Testing. One, two, three. I'm broadcasting my feelings to connect and to comfort. So I want you to know if you're feeling like you're standing in an empty room, like I am right now, if you're standing in an empty room, literally or metaphorically, listen to my voice. 
this has been a Sisyphusian, Argonautian, Greek myth-level shit kind of year. I don't know if I'm coming or going half the time. I don't know which way is up. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, I have a multitude of feelings all at once, and they bang against each other like high-speed atoms. Bang, bang, boom! (laughs) If you know me personally or creatively, you might know that I'm actually fascinated by this. I'm fascinated by conflicting feelings and desires and the way things crash. I talk a lot about how more than one thing can be true at the same time, and part of our work as adults is just to sit and consider that. I spend a lot of time contemplating the tension between our layered realities and perceptions and the shades of gray that we navigate in our human experience. In my household of two adults and two children, yeah, hey, Hey, parenting parenting during a pandemic, pandemic. hey, Hey, being at home home with your spouse spouse during a pandemic, pandemic. whoa, it's it's been been a year. year. In my household, we talk a lot about managing our impulses, managing our emotions, managing our expectations, our time, our desires, considering the context. That's a lot of managing (laughs) when everything is out of alignment and full of friction, and conflict. Talking about it in this way might make me sound way more objective or rational than I actually am. Like I'm excited about all of this, saying that I'm fascinated by conflicting feelings and desires makes it sound as though I like when that happens, but I don't. (laughs) I like neat and tidy I like clean, well-organized, good and right kind of feelings, desires, motivations, actions, relationships. I like clarity, clear-cut, consistency, straightforward. I like to be on the right side of things, the right side of history, have the right kind of feelings. I don't like mixed bags, and I don't like tricks. I like the treat bags. I just like the treats. And I really like the easy button. Ain't no easy button in 2020, am I right? I mean, I tell myself, and we know that art is made from the messy, right? Compelling stories have nuance and conflicting desires, hard choices, difficult obstacles, people reckoning with each other and with themselves. Art is often an examination of the messy, and a translator of the chaos, an opportunity to examine the tangles and occasionally unravel them a bit. Oh, and as an actor, I love those complicated, chaotic roles. They're so juicy to dig into. And as a creator, I know my art can be the container into which I pour my mess. Thank goodness. But sheesh, I don't want to live that mess. I don't want to live that hard stuff. It's exhausting. Now, why am I saying this? Why am I saying this in the last episode of 2020? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I guess I feel like it needs to be said out loud. And I guess more importantly, I guess I want to say, if you're listening to my voice right now, I want to say congratulations. Friends, we made it. We made it 
to December 2020. (laughs) Give yourself a pat on the back. Because guess what? We're still connected. We're still here. And if you are feeling up and down and mixed up in all sorts of ways, we're in this together. We're here smack in the midst of this life. And I know I'm stating the obvious. Wow, life is one freaking mixed bag. And for me, 2020 has been a hefty-sized, ever-expanding, reach-in-and-you-don't-know-what-you're-going-to-get kind of epic mixed kind of bag. What does one do with that? What did you do with all the things that 2020 threw at you? This is where I'm going to circle back to gratitude. Now... When I tell you what Art of Soapbox did in 2020, which by all accounts seems like a very productive year. Here's the year in review. Art of Soapbox released 39 podcast episodes this year, including this one, primarily featuring North Carolina-based writers and playwrights. We also heard from parent artists in the theater and audio drama-related experts, All of the interviews this year were conducted remotely, which was something that I had never done before and has been a great learning. If you missed some of those 39, go ahead and go back and listen. We had some great conversations with wonderful guests. Artist Soapbox also had a big jump in downloads this year with higher monthly downloads than ever before. And to update you on our reach... Since the first episode way back in September 2017, Artist Soapbox has been listened to in 62 countries and 48 U.S. states. So I'm sending a message to Wyoming and Hawaii. We're coming for you next year. Why are you holding out? In addition, I participated in several online panels, workshops, and interviews. I was on the radio, and I even participated in a few live streaming events. Most of those were associated with my year as Piedmont Laureate. Thank you to the City of Raleigh Arts Commission, the Durham Arts Council, the Orange County Arts Commission, and the United Arts Council of Raleigh and Wake County for sponsoring the Piedmont Laureate program and for supporting me in this very strange year. I also wrote quite a bit, believe it or not. I wrote four 10-minute plays as a solo writer. I collaborated with Rachel Clem to adapt a virtual play titled Argo for University Theater at NC State. I co-wrote two season-length audio dramas with the Soapbox Audio Collective writing teams. You probably already heard from them in our last two episodes of Artist Soapbox. And most significantly, and this is a really big deal if you didn't already know it, Artist Soapbox released the new Colossus audio drama and the Declaration of Love audio anthology this year. Thank you so much to the teams who made that happen, especially our co-producer, Aurelia Belfield. Friends, in the last two years, Artist Soapbox has released three major audio fiction projects, the Master Builder audio drama, the new Colossus, and the Declaration of Love. If you haven't already listened to those, then do that because I'm so proud of them and they are really good. Shifting my work in this way to focus more on audio fiction has been no small task and a pretty big learning curve. 
but it has been so satisfying and I'm really looking forward to doing so much more. All told, I estimate that Artist Soapbox has interacted with about 80 different artists this year, and I look forward to the day when I can get them all in the same room together and celebrate that. All of our 2020 accomplishments were possible because Artist Soapbox had the resources and support, both financial and human, to do so. So I want to say again how grateful I am for that. I mean, look at what we can do together, even in a year like this. It's amazing, and it makes my heart, uh, it makes my heart swell. Maybe you're wondering what's next for Artist Soapbox. We have a lot on the list for 2021, but I'm not telling you about it <laughs> because, uh, because 2020 really threw me for a loop and exploded a lot of the plans. So I'm just going to roll as quietly as possible through the end of this year into the next year and see where we are. I'll be quietly working on a bunch of projects and I'll wait to reveal those to you next year. And as I record this, it's 45 days until January 20th, which can't come fast enough. Now, I will say this, just FYI, and so I'm not surprising you next year. Artist Soapbox in 2021 will be focused on building patron and financial support. I have about 400 pages of writing sitting here looking at me, and these are seasons one of Jesus Pancake and The Last Glacier Hotel. 18 episodes in total, ready to go and there are more in progress. And you're probably saying, wow, 400 pages is a lot. That's a lot of content. What are you waiting for? And I'm saying, well, we're waiting for it to be safe for in-person recording, and we're waiting until we have the funds to pay everyone for their work. And we don't nearly have enough to do that yet. So 2021 will be about building financial reserves to pay our artists and to cover the ongoing expenses of this podcast. Regular podcast episodes on Artist Soapbox will be happening next year for free, as they have been for three years now, although I'm not certain about the frequency that's uh, to be determined. However, for our patrons on Patreon, we'll also be dropping special early access audio goodness, including audio microfiction pieces written by local writers and process interviews about making audio dramas. So if you want to get in on that, then hop over and become a patron because we're raising some money next year and that's one of the ways that we are doing it. And I'll say that one more time with slightly different words because I heard that it's important to keep repeating it. If you enjoy Artist Soapbox productions like this podcast, the Master Builder audio drama, the New Colossus, and the Declaration of Love, then you can give us a jump on our 2021 campaign by becoming a patron right now. Scurry on over to patreon.com slash artistsoapbox. Don't delay. It won't cost a lot for you to make a big difference for us. All right, a couple more things before I wrap up. I want to mention some other local delights. Felix Obelix, who composed and performed music for the Master Builder audio drama, released a timely piece titled Pieces of Grief. Pieces of Grief is a seven-segment audio project that premiered on October 13, 2020. As a sonic meditation on grief and loss, it integrates field recordings, anonymous voicemails, archival interviews, and original music. It is intended to be listened to in quiet contemplation, while walking the trails of Durant Nature Preserve in Raleigh, North Carolina, or any quiet, natural area. I will include the links for that in the show notes. 
Also, My Geriatric Uterus by Lormerov Jones. That is available to rent on Vimeo until the end of the year. You'll probably remember Lormerov talking about the stage version of My Geriatric Uterus in episode 100 of Artist Soapbox. Well, she adapted it to the screen. So snuggle in and follow a grown-ass woman as she lays out the ills of capitalism alongside the detriments of women's unpaid labor. Friends, you'll laugh. You'll cry. It is, indeed, better than cats. In addition, we've got RDU on stage, Women's Theater Festival, and the Clayton Center. All three have been doing some incredible programming this year. I'll put those links in the show notes as well. And finally, and for real this time, finally... I know this is a tough year for the pocketbook, but if you have the means to do so, please support the artists in your area, including individual artists, emergency artist funds, and venues that are struggling. Contribute to diaper banks and food banks and support small businesses as you shop. I'll add some links in the show notes for those things. Reach out to friends who might be struggling, especially to parents you know or for people who are living alone. Let's take care of each other in whatever ways we can. Uh, I'm sending you lots of love right now. I'll talk to you next year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. Stay safe and be well. Happy early New Year. <laughs>